0: All right, welcome back to another episode of A-Sides. On this episode, I talked with Nick and Robin from the band Jesus Chrysler Supercar. hey Nick and Robin correct
1: yeah yes yes
0: hey how you guys doing today
1: I'm fine you
0: awesome man. yeah I'm doing great yeah was really looking forward to uh, getting a chance to talk with you guys today
2: yeah yeah cool
0: so hey man uh, I'll tell you what I'm gonna start by telling you uh, how I came across your uh, well how I came across you guys as a band uh, cause yeah. I really just kind of became a fan here recently and that's why I instantly had to reach out and say, Hey, I really want to have you guys <laughs> on the show, man. Cause I, I got really excited right. and you know, it's not too often that I come across a band that gets me really excited, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And, and it does seem like, especially with this genre, more with the hard rock genre, that it doesn't typically seem to come from the U S anymore, you know? I have a hard time finding bands around here, and it seems like when I find a band that gets me really excited, I'm like, ah, shit, they're from you know totally different country. And uh, you know, you guys being from Stockholm, Sweden, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Helicopters and Backyard Babies, and yeah, a lot of bands over that way that you know that I'm a fan of. But anyhow, how I came across you guys, I was looking for i was on amazon scrolling through uh the band lucifer you know nick from
2: the oh, Helicopters yeah. Band. Nick. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah so they i saw they had some new single coming out or something you know and i, I wanted to see if they had like it on vinyl like a 45 of it and so yeah. i just typed in lucifer vinyl and i'm scrolling and i'm not seeing that thing and then i come across your guys's record yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a badass looking album cover. And I see the band name and on Amazon it said Jesus Chrysler Supercar. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a really interesting name. You know, it kind of made me laugh. And <laughs> I looked into you guys a little bit and then I you know, found that it was Jesus Chrysler Supercar. And there actually is a band, I believe, from the States called Jesus Chrysler Supercar. So you should probably That's sue those guys
2: because they fucking suck too. But uh,
0: <laughs> I checked them out and was like, ah, this is terrible. But anyhow. The, I- the, funny,
2: the funny thing is that we're saying it like Jesus Chrysler supercar. But uh, the, uh, when we're touring in Germany, they because we're using the, you know, the UB2 dots.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's
2: like in German, it's like a Chrysler or something like that. Chry- yeah, Chrysler or something like that. Oh, okay, so,
0: so actually, yeah. you guys do pronounce it Chrysler.
1: Yeah, it sounds better. Yeah, yeah, like the car, like the car. Right, so, but uh, mm-hmm. there is another band, and I think that they are they are a little bit. I, I think they started before us. Yeah, oh, But really? we, 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 the, the name was uh, I think I uh, we had this name before them, but but not as a band, just just a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think I that band was more like Seattle or something like that.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, thought, I don't know. Yeah. I listened to it real briefly, and I was like, ah, this ain't doing it for me, man. I, di- I just didn't think they were very good, but you know. Yeah.
1: I don't think I don't, I don't think they're playing anymore. Mm. I think it's uh, old songs. If you look at them uh, at uh, YouTube, I think it's like 10 years old songs or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: dig into it that much, but... But you know, it was just funny because coming across that name and then looking your guys' stuff up and just the album cover and everything, I pulled it up on Amazon and I kind of was like, "Okay, this is gonna be entertaining." That was my first thought. Like I didn't, and I didn't mean that. the The name I just didn't. I thought by the album cover it was gonna be more of a death metal thing. Yeah. And, and the name at first, you know, is kind of like, oh, "Okay, that's kind of weird." Yeah. I didn't really expect to really dig it like I did, you know what I mean? Like I went into it with pretty low expectations and ended up blown away. And then it's so funny because
2: I think that's- That's our plan. (laughs) You what? That's our plan. Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's the great thing with names like that too, is, you know, there's a lot of band names that are like that where on the surface, it's really, really fucking silly. And then you listen to the band and all of a sudden, within the context of that music- And everything, it makes sense. And then it's not silly, you know? So And it ends up being cool. Now I say your guys' name to people, and to me, it doesn't even sound ridiculous when I say it. And some people look at me like, what the fuck is their name? (laughs) And I'm like, I know, it's fucking great, isn't it? No, you got to listen to them. But yeah, man,
2: you know. It's also that uh, you say it the first time and people are kind of laughing, then they will remember the name for the whole life because... I think people are going to recognize the name of the Harrod once or something like that right. because it's a crazy name, you know?
0: Oh, it's unique and yeah. And it gets your attention. Yeah. And then if, if you dig the music, then it just kind of yeah. takes on a different persona. All of a sudden the name is cool. It's not silly anymore. Like I don't ever, yeah. I hear the name now and it's, it's a cool name to me. But when I told my wife about this interview today, she's like, Wait, what the fuck is their name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you. You-, say
2: Jesus. you talk to Jesus. Say yeah. that.
0: <laughs> no, man, it's a great record, though, man. I really, I really dig the new record.
2: You yeah, know. thank you very much.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. man. First listen, it it really. My first instant thought was, you know, Motorhead crossed with Corrosion of Conformity. You know. Yeah. Uh, I felt like then I I started digging into your back catalog and stuff. And I felt like some of that stuff, like 35 supersonic, that album, that was the one that really, really like, I listened to that album was like, fuck it. I'm ordering everything by these guys on vinyl. That one reminded me more straight up rock and roll, like the the helicopters and stuff. And so I definitely was wondering, I mean, I'm obviously hearing my own things that I would think influence you guys, but you know, what are some of the bands that you guys are really into that have inspired your sound?
1: What kind of bands? Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think it's a secret that uh, Entombed has always been like the, the the gods for us. I think, yeah, uh, especially the sound, right. And uh, also uh, that we got some some blues in this. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, metal rock and roll and blues, yeah, we used to say that we're playing death and roll, actually. Uh, but I think we, we always, how do you say, it? we always want a melody in the songs. Right. At the same time, the, the, the heaviness, the, the, the heavy in the songs. Yeah. So, so if you mix the, the, the rock and roll and the, the metal.
2: And maybe the blues kind of thing is coming from maybe Sabbat or I don't know. Those kind of bands, like, in but, the, but the also, Entombed, uh, yeah, yeah. also
1: Entombed, Woodbridge.
2: Yeah, also entombs kind of metal blues or I think hard rock blues or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. And of course, Thomas Cooks by at Sunlight Studio has, has he, when he doing his stuff, it's, you know, it sounds like Entombed. We, yeah. we, we that that's how it is. And also you, you mentioned helicopters and especially on the supersonic 35 supersonic. Right. You can hear that
2: it's Thomas it, Cook's Yeah, uh, It's our answer on Super City to the max.
0: Right. Oh, great fucking there. record, man. Yeah. And I didn't know if, you know, if that was necessarily, I mean, to me, it sounded like you have to obviously be inspired by the, or fans of at least the helicopters. Um, if not, I thought, well, maybe it's just something in the water over there, man. And this is just, you know. <laughs> the <laughs>
2: Stockholm water, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know, man. The, the thing is, we, we have been using the same producer, like Thomas Cooks, but I have recorded all the backer Babies and Helicopters and then tomb and... Dismember. Yeah, and it was a very big influence before we started this band, too, We all his records
1: and stuff like that, so... You heard of the Soundlight Sound... Light sound uh... Do you, you talking about that in the uh, U.S.? The what? You know, the, the sound light sound. The Soundlight sound? I'm not sure yeah. that I'm
0: familiar with that term.
1: Uh, th- that's uh, the helicopters entombed and... Uh, oh, okay. And, and this is Thomas Cook Spice, the producer of all those. So his okay. uh, it's
2: studio is called Soundlight Studio. He always calls, like, the godfather of, like, the Swedish death metal scene in the beginning of the 90s. Oh, okay so he was like the first guy that, that started to record in those kind of bands, then you have on the on the west coast of Sweden you have like, the Gothenburg sound yeah, the Gothenburg sound or the Stockholm sound so the Gothenburg sound came from like In Flames and those
1: kind of bands right uh, yeah, there's a little more dirty sound in the uh, sunlight
0: yeah.
1: oh sorry
0: no you're good uh, so yeah, Yeah. I-
2: that- that's a sunlight studio sound they call it. So right on.
0: yeah, I get it. I get it now. I yeah. I didn't know there was a name for it. You know, it was, yeah. but there was definitely always that thing that you know. You couldn't quite put your finger on, but you knew it when you heard it. You know. Yeah. 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 I uh. So I assume too that you guys are Motorhead fans. I just hear a little bit of that, especially in the vocals. So is there some? <laughs> One buddy I turned on to it, he instantly was like, "What the fuck? This dude just sounds—he sounds just like Lemmy. It's so fucking awesome." So (laughs) I didn't know, you know, if that was intentional or maybe just unintentional.
1: Actually, I'm—I'm very glad to hear that. But uh, uh, of course, we like Motorhead, but I don't think any of us are are like very big fan of them. No, Uh, we don't. Actually, I don't own any records. But uh, if I had them, it's 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 very okay. It's very good music. But yeah, I think everyone loves
2: motorhead. But we are not like inspired to in the band to do like like motorhead do. Right.
1: It's yeah. Yeah. It's just happened. My, my voice is, is, is <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is.
2: Right. Well, that's cooler, really. I'm right, very
1: proud to say it. It's, it's, it's an honor to, to hear that I sound like Lemmy, of course.
2: But also you played the bass guitar
1: and sing. So that's kind of like similar also. So right. but when we started this band, I, I didn't want to sing in this band. Actually, <laughs> we tried. Everyone tried to sing, but uh, it ended up with, with, with my voice. Oh uh,
0: well, that's cool. You know, that's, I think that that's the way a lot of rock bands end up being a lot of, especially when you get unique sounding vocals. I mean, a lot of times it's a guy who had no intention of singing. They try out a bunch of different vocalists and then yeah. finally they're like, ah, fuck it, man. You just, you sound good enough. You take over, you know, it ends up being something really cool, you know, and special. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah and we were also a trio from the beginning. We were only a three- a, uh, member in the band from the beginning so it was just drums bass and vocals and guitars well,
1: on our uh, first album is just three yeah
0: so uh robin you're the bassist and vocalist correct and nick you're the drummer yeah yes okay yes, i yeah. had to ask i I was hesitant because sometimes I I just start these things and then I realize I got my facts totally mixed up and I end up misquoting something,
2: but... 100% correct. But
0: I I got it right for once, so, you know. Yeah. Well, so you guys are currently in the studio, like, literally, you guys just got out of the studio today, correct? Yes. And so are you working on a new record, new single, or...?
1: yeah both
2: yeah right we have started to working with a new producer and started to do like pre-production kind of thing to because it's a long his- history but before the COVID 19 shit yeah we we're trying to cancel like a management deal in germany with it and we have a lot of do with that like the couple of yeah the last six months and then we started to do uh had some connection with a new guy in UK and started to write new songs in this because we can't play live and stuff like that. So we started to talk with a new producer. And so now, now that's happened, like we, we started the yesterday in the studio to like try to do like a pre-production to try to hit the some new labels and management or whatever. So that's right the state for, for now.
0: Yeah, well, cool, man. So you guys got you know a lot of songs written already and ready to start pitching. Like, them and...
1: We have to, we have to do some, some more, but uh yeah. we have a like a like a half record.
2: Yeah, half of, Yeah, half record right now, and now we're recording
1: three songs for like a pre-production. And yes, to because we have the new producer, also we need to try and first. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah uh so we yeah so he has three songs now and uh, if it, we if we think it's good we are going to to do a whole album with him i think yeah that was that was the deal from the beginning with that guy that we
2: try three songs and check the collaboration if that's work um we wanted to do like a whole album and recording more songs with you and
1: yeah cool uh, man
0: i I'll look forward to hearing that, that, man.
1: Uh, it's uh, one of the guitarists in Entombed AD. Yeah. Uh, who is the, the producer yeah. right now? Nico. Oh, nice. Yeah. So,
0: not to go back, um, but you had mentioned, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing and all that bullshit. Yeah. So, I'm just kind of interested in how, how it is over there, I guess, versus over here. I mean... Over here, <laughs> places in certain states, for the most part, are you know starting to open up, like restaurants and bars. And um, yeah. uh, is it is pretty much everything over there still on lockdown? Like you guys? We have never had we a, have
1: never had the lockdown. Oh, really. you haven't.
0: So it was just other countries that you were gonna yeah. tour that yeah. were
1: you know, like yeah. Uh, I think we are one of the kind in this uh, to not have a, a lockdown. Yeah.
0: So, uh, how have the numbers been? You know, with you guys now. I think
2: I, we heard it today or the last week because we have uh, we had a lot of like um, patient on the what you say healthcare for the older people. Right. So in the beginning, like in March, April this year, it was a lot of like illness in the what you say for the older people, like hospitality or the healthcare for the older. But for the rest, it was not so much. Uh, then the, uh, the whole summer was lower and lower numbers, and we still have low numbers, and we have only have like lockdown in I think it, April and May for the high schools, but the high schools and university are starting up now in uh, August again. So, and now I heard that US is like, if you count like numbers per million people or whatever, US have more. more dead people people now and and Sweden Hmm. Uh, and we're doing like the uh, US versus Sweden we're doing the whole situation in two different ways so I don't know and many people that having lockdown in the beginning like Germany and Norway and the rest of the Scandinavian countries are having low numbers in the beginning but now they open up and it's so many deaths and stuff again so Hmm. so
0: so it's like maybe the key would have been to not lock down. I don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I especially for the businesses. And, uh, you know, I don't know the whole system in U.S., but uh, you only hear thing on the news and stuff like that. But I think the way that Sweden did was the best for Sweden, I think. Maybe that's not working because of different political systems, but... I think that maybe it's not the right way to do in U.S. or in France or wherever. Uh, we uh, hear of the South American too. It's a lot of there and South African. I think Asia have a lot of them too. So you never know, but hmm. you don't know the winner until this shit is over, I think. so. Right.
0: I mean, and, you- and I
2: think they, and all, most of the Swedes are very... Uh, great to listen to all the organization and uh, governments. Yeah, we government. we trust the governments and the VHO kind of system and stuff like that. So right. I don't. So, yeah. So and maybe- of course, all all the uh, many like all the live shows have been closed and all the like the venues and. Nobody's like touring anymore in Europe right now, because everything is like the whole European Union is like closed down and all the borders. Yeah, are, uh, yeah you know, you can travel travel over the border. So, and many venues are like bankruptcy because of they like living on plus minus if they're doing some bookings. But now there's nothing. So but, uh, but many of the countries in the European Union are like open up now. But let's see this couple of months what happened I don't know so
0: do you think maybe just Sweden's culture is
2: uh, maybe there's something
0: going on there where you guys are just naturally more uh, considerate of each other and the fact that you trust your government and when they told you the shit had officially hit the fan that you're just like you took them for their word and you all respected each other and
2: yeah maybe that's just it you know yeah and I also think that maybe I don't know but maybe we are more like we have maybe all the social distance kind of thinking already because we where people are not living it yeah stockholm is kind of it's like 2 million people but the rest of the city is very small and we have a lot of like uh, lot of forest countryside. and countryside and you know yeah. so it's people are living people not living so close to each other but
1: but it's also a tradition that we listen to our yeah. government uh, been in like 300 years now and if you look like it- Ital- Italian, Italian, uh, Spain and that kind of that, that, that's the tradition to be very anti government. Yeah. And and they th- always think that everything is corrupt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we have luck here in Sweden. We have haven't so much corruption. No, what I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here in the U.S., man, I, you know, I think that we all think our government's corrupt you know I don't even know if we think yeah, it we know it at this point <laughs> Yeah. so it's I don't know our, our government right now is such a fucking circus act that I I don't think anyone knows what to believe and so yeah when this yeah. whole thing came out I think that a lot of us were you, you had half and half you had like half the people were like oh that's all bullshit they're making it up it's not as bad as they say it is and then the other yeah. half was freaking out to where yeah. they just were going overboard on the, the in the other direction, and
2: yeah, you know. So,
0: well, I'm what gonna... do you think
2: about the election. It's like two months left. In November? Or, yeah, oh, November, yeah. November, right? yeah, yeah.
0: And the shit always hits the fan right before the election. So there's always yeah. there's always something. So some scandal, well, some going,
1: whatever. Uh, the, the Black Lives Matter. Uh, how is it going with? It? I don't see anything on the news anymore about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't hear so much about that. Now it just seems like there's all of a sudden a fucking shooting somewhere.
2: Yeah. There was something with that. Uh, uh, what's his name? That that like
1: the guy they shot in the back.
2: Yeah, Jack Blake. No, Blake. No. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that black guy that was shot last time? Now when they started to do like um You're
0: talking the kenosha
2: wisconsin the
0: kid that shot him
1: yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah, say something about yeah uh, ah uh, it's it's <laughs> it's Arnold all crazy man. yeah yeah
0: i have a hard time even following it anymore man i feel like it's just like uh, i just give up <laughs> you know yeah. surround yeah. myself with good people and and
2: and then, I think that's the best you can do. Yeah,
0: yeah. it is. I mean, yeah. and social media has just made everything way too transparent. We see way too much yeah, of yeah. the bad shit now. Yeah. That's so it. it seems like all the bad shit is amplified. On the yeah. flip side, some of the good shit's amplified. Just like, you know, finding the the, you know, access to some of your fra- favorite bands. I mean, the fact yeah, that it's right. so easy for us to hook up and have this conversation, you know. Yeah. Um, and I and I've had, you know, some other conversations on this show. I mean, you know, this podcast is pretty new and so yeah. I'm just now kind of getting my wheels. Uh but I've I've had some artists on here that I've had good conversations with that I necessarily wasn't even a fan of their music and and, mm-hmm. but most of those, when you get start getting into that kind of territory, it gets really tough to even have a conversation with them. Cause you don't really relate on a lot of levels. Um, no. but so, you know, that's why really recently I just was like, man, I got to find more rock guys, you know? Um, and when I came across yeah. your band, I thought, man, I just got to reach out to these guys. Like, I didn't know shit about you guys. I didn't know how big you were. I didn't know how big you were over there, how big you guys were over here. Uh, mm. I have no idea. Still, really, <laughs> I just really liked your shit, and I thought I don't know how these guys aren't.
2: You we know. either.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're still for trying to sc- scratch your head figuring that yeah. one out too, huh?
2: Yeah. So is there but the funny thing? The funny thing was that we think of that it started to happen things in Europe before this COVID nineteen. We we had a tour in like oh, almost like one year ago, and we started to book. Uh, Uh, this winter and uh, we should supposed to be on tour in May this year but then yeah like everyone else and all the festivals festivals this summer and stuff like that everything was cancelled so it was like ah but But it was the same for all so yeah yeah. so I I think a lot of people around the world are very exciting to start to go into listen to music again and going on festivals but you never know when it happens again uh, right. So, yeah.
0: So were you guys you said you were uh some of the festivals that you guys were booked to do uh was it like like the walk-in type stuff or
2: uh not this year we have played on Wacken 2016 I think. We oh, did no. Wacken and then then we toured him with the the Clutch on US.
0: Oh, you, uh, so you did tour the US with Clutch.
2: No, no, not with uh, in, oh. in US. We toured class. over there with them, okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, we had some, uh, like, we'll tour the stoner US, would you? festivals in Germany. This, this, um, what did you say?
0: Uh, I said tour the U.S., would you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Can you fix that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what I could hook I you up be with, awesome but, to do you know.
0: Yeah, no, you know, it's funny you said that about the, the stoner fest and stuff and, like, clutch, because yeah. that was... I didn't notice it so much with the, with the other, the previous stuff, but that newer record, Lucifer, I definitely, you know, my first thought with that one was I was hearing more like Corrosion and Down and Clutch and some of those kinds of bands, more of the stoner, doom metal-ish, you know, kind of thing. So, but I, I, and I really appreciate the fact that that record sounds like that. And then, you know, your previous stuff has way more of like a rock and roll Blues metal kind of vibe to it, you know. So
1: yeah.
0: sounds like you guys aren't just trying to be a one-trick pony, you know. You're trying to kind of ah oh, yeah do some shit, you know. Do some make make each uh, record interesting, you know. Yeah, make it a little different from the previous one. Yeah. So I gotta ask you on the new one because when I first listened to this song, I didn't even catch what you were saying, man. But I gotta ask. What's the inspiration behind the song "Suck on My Balls"? <laughs>
1: it was a hard question, actually. <laughs> you don't have
0: to answer it, but I had to ask it. <laughs>
1: no, we had a former guitarist, uh, Chris. Uh, I think he was uh, inspired me on that one. Hmm. He always had a kind of titles on the <laughs> on the songs. Um, he was a name dropper. Yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah but I don't know actually I have to think what it's uh, was the song about is now It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's just, just anger I think yeah just a fuck you kind of song yeah yeah exactly <laughs> they, they actually they that's kind of songs is the, the easy one to write I think right you don't you don't you just have to think about some stupid guy or something and then the, the words just come in
0: well, it was funny because I was listening to it. I was like, man, this song jams. What the fuck's this one called? And then I look <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then, and then I put it because I just didn't even notice what you were saying. I was like, oh, that is what he was saying. I just, you know, I was like at work and just doing my shit. And uh, I didn't notice that that's what the words were, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, but that,
1: that's, uh, I think, we, uh, especially on, no, that's the latest album. Yeah. Yeah. But we always get one funny name song on every album yeah. i think
2: right
0: well you but got I, it with I that one
1: lucifer,
2: lucifer album is the first album that getting every song is explicit on <laughs> spotify yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah especially
2: my balls and lucifer is like very i think we i did some like emailing to facebook because they they uh, abort our ads for lucifer album because it's called lucifer oh, and i was so uh, i was so angry on facebook at, and told them that you have a lot of like racism and everything on facebook but you can't you can't uh you can't put our ad on facebook up there but you can still have some comments about racism and stuff like that so but uh, but after like one day or something like that, they lose, uh, they losing up and like let us do an ad on Facebook for the album. So, so
0: fucking yeah. stupid what they choose. They pick and choose to censor certain things, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then other things that probably should be censored. If they're just, ah, oh, it's an open door. Fucking say whatever yeah, you have yeah. to say. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. So, uh, another song that, um, You know, it's kind of the different one, I guess, on the new record. The last song, Black Blood. That one, man, totally Sabbath. And I don't know if that's intentional, any of it, but, I mean, the intro with the storm sounds and stuff, and then it's kind of like a... It's got a totally different vibe from the rest of the record, you know? It's kind of more of a mid-tempo. It's slower, a slower song a little bit and kind of has more of a Sabbath-y thing, so... Yeah. I don't know if that's... You know, I mean, I I know you probably didn't sit down and say, hey, let's write a fucking Sabbath song. But
1: <laughs> No, actually, I, I remember when I came with that song and I remember when I wrote that song at my home. And I, this was like my, my first thought was, is this uh, Jesus Christ, the supercar song? And I asked the guys and I think we, we, yeah, if we put it at the last one, if we if we had the last song on this album, we can get yeah. with it. And, 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 we, and also doing like Darky Bluesy or something like that. Yeah, and actually we got, it's the same that we have one kind of that song in every album. I think we have Never Forget, Never Forgive, Never, yeah, forgive, on the, Never Forget. On the first album, yeah. Yeah, and also I can get it on the 35 Supersonic. They, they are kind of the same, same, uh, yeah, same songs. But Okay, this is this is more heavy more slower than they are, but yeah. Danzig uh, stuff, I always always had something in all album with that kind of, yeah, what do you say? Danzig inspiration. Mm. You understand what I mean? Dance,
0: did you say Danzig inspiration? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Kind of more of a, I don't know, slower,
1: looser. Yeah. Uh, like the, the 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 song is more like what do you say? A little more Glen dancing all the things. Right. It's not. It's not so much uh, Lemme in that one. Yeah. Maybe at the end, but not in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I hear it now. I didn't come up with the Danzig thing on my own, but now that you're saying it, I definitely I definitely hear that, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Sabbath was my first thought, but... And I can only assume you guys are fans of Black Sabbath. I, I you know...
2: Yeah.
0: I can't imagine anyone not being... Um, At least it's in a metal band, right? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> so... So how long have you guys been around? When did you guys start out?
2: I think we started the
1: band 2011. Yeah, but I don't know actually when it started to get serious. Um, because
2: the first album was released 2013, I think, in May or something like that. Right. But in the beginning, we, were just, we have been playing in different like pop and rock stuff before that. So we were just... Well, we we should start a band and then we started to try something but i don't know maybe one year before the first album we, we was getting yeah more like serious or something like that
0: right on so yeah. um did you guys you know we had mentioned clutch before um yeah. was there any other was there any other bands that you had toured with over there that had come from the u.s or any bigger
1: yeah, we, over uh, there. not bigger, but uh, do you know, have you heard of uh, Warrior Soul?
2: Oh, yeah, I love
1: Warrior Soul. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we we did the tour with them. Uh, we did like a crossover tour, so we did some few shows with Warrior Soul and uh, a band called Spiritual Baggers from Sweden, also some members from Ger- uh, Grand Mangus. Uh, okay. So we did a, like a crossover tour, we did, did some shows with Warrior Soul, in uh netherlands and germany and then also with spiritual baggers in germany or something like that i think so it was like a right. yeah
0: are you guys warrior soul fans or was it just a gig uh,
1: actually i didn't, haven't
2: i haven't heard about them so much before
1: no oh really uh, no yeah but, uh, i can say you you're always going to remember corey clark <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> If you haven't one yeah, I've one never time. met
0: him. I've heard some. I've heard some uh, stories. I've heard some negative things. I will say.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he, he was like one day. He was like, yeah, nice guys, and he was very like. And the next day, he was like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be alone. Yeah, yeah. but he was. He was That's like just... over. Totally, he was like kind for us, and was
1: like very. He was. Some kind, of course, acting a little bit like he is like Mick Jagger. Yeah. But uh, oh, yeah, diva. I Uh, will
0: tell you that Warrior Soul is definitely not as big as the Stones over here in the U.S. I will tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, and I mean, I like them. They have two albums I really, really love, and the rest of it is solid enough. But I could probably honestly take or leave half their catalog, but. Um, yeah. but you know, they, I mean, they had a time when they were really great, but yeah, I have heard that guy is a kind of an ass and I've, I've heard some yeah. stories of him playing shows and pissing the crowd off because he spends the whole time just going on some political yeah. rant and yeah. in between songs and it lasts, you know, forever <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to where it's like, people are like, shut the fuck up and play your song. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. But it sounds like him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> To each their own, I guess. I mean, he somehow made a career out of it. I don't know how good a one, but mm. not too many people over here remember that band, I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah. They are from, like, New York, I think.
0: That uh, sounds right. Right? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah.
2: But he don't live in New anymore. Or? I think he he was, like, because he, he was, like, reaching out through his girlfriend, like, a couple of years ago, because this was, like... 2015 or something like that, but like about three years ago, he was like reaching out and playing in like Norway, and he wanted to play in Norway and Sweden, and he was like, "You maybe you can join us and uh, come to the shows with your backline, so we can borrow that." Uh, <laughs> he was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, I've I've experienced
0: that bullshit myself. So
1: yeah.
0: I've had that whole line drop to me, like, "Well, you know." Yeah. If you guys could provide your backline for the headliner, then you know, but it's really yeah. good exposure for you. It's like, ah, you're fucking paying yeah. me, man. I ain't stupid. Yeah.
1: So but, but that, we have uh, some contacts with his uh, band mates, yeah, and we're still friends. Uh, yeah, but uh, they live in uh, UK, I think. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: he had a band from UK, then it was the, the drummer, the guitar player, and the bass player was yeah. from UK on that tour. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if he... He was, like, living in Spain for a while, I think. Huh. Maybe. Well, I tried to get him on the show. From US. Maybe he was deported from U.S. I don't know. Yeah, he might have been. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was going to try to get him on the show because I saw that they had, a uh, they had like, an anniversary uh, yeah. Yeah. reissue of uh, Space Age Playboys that was coming out. And I never heard anything back. And I probably... Now I'm not doing myself any favors with this conversation, but since I said some less than <laughs> complimentary things about him, but not that he'd listened yeah. to this episode anyhow, but oh, well, Yeah, that'd be cool to chat with the guy. I don't know. Like I said, you hear, you hear stories, but
1: yeah, you should do it. Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be he's good. A, if he, I know. think he's a storyteller. So you have a lot of yeah, stories
2: yeah. to tell you, I think.
0: Yeah. No, it's funny, man. I mean, I've, you know, I've had some people that have been really cool and, you know, I chatted with Donnie V from Enough's Enough. I don't know if you're fami- familiar with them or fans of them, but really great songwriter. And uh, so that was, you know, a really great discussion. But yeah. Damon Johnson from uh, Brother Kane, there's been a few really cool guys that i had the pleasure to chat with. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of and those guys in particular. Have been a fan of for a long period of time, you know. Yeah, but I've hit some people up and kind of been snubbed, or I've had some people hit me back and then kind of blow me off because they kind of see that I don't really, you know, this thing's just getting off the ground, and they, I guess, they look at it and, and see that maybe there's no way for them to benefit from it, so they're like, ah, fuck this guy. But ah, uh, yeah, you know, it's like ah, oh, whatever, I get it. I mean, Derek Sherinian from. Dream Theater, Sons of Apollo, Billy Idol's band. That oh, dude. Yeah. I chatted with him briefly, and he was like, "Dad, eh, let's wait till you get more followers." That's, okay, nah. well, <laughs> it's <laughs> like I need dudes like you that people really give a fuck about, to where that's how you get more followers, yeah. right? Like, you get yeah. more followers by talking to a lot of different people, and and everybody kind of spreading the spread the show you know so
2: and that's that the same in the music industry, uh, industry because everyone is talking about you need some more likes on Facebook and more streams on Spotify but you can only do it if you have a major uh, company but the major uh, major label but the major label are not signing small bands anymore so right. you know, like stuck in the middle or somewhere so
0: well and you can buy your own likes and shit but it's like A that's yeah. expensive it gets expensive yeah. B who the fuck really wants to do that like what a fake ass way to do like
2: especially when you need to reach like big numbers you, you can't afford it so no it's like uh, so you need like yeah you need a major like PR and promotion and like a big label to get out your name out there so right
0: yeah uh, I mean I and... don't go ahead I'm sorry
2: yeah, and, and and it's a lot of band all over the world, and it's a lot of band from Sweden like doing the same kind of thing. Not especially like our music, but it's a lot of like Swedish band in Europe touring and you are like comparing with every band all the time. And it's so easy to find new music. You can like chat with a Japanese band day one and day two, it's from like Argentina or wherever. So it's some kind of easier to reach out with your music, but you have a bigger like global area
1: right. nowadays.
2: And everyone is like counting the streams and the bikes and social media kind of thing. Yeah. The, the boring side of the music. Uh, yeah. Kind that's, of...
0: that's what bugs me. You know, I had a conversation with a guy that, uh, I had met through this show that he was a guest a while back and uh, he he was texting me the other day about some stuff and kind of asked me my opinion on something and I was like look man I I don't know shit about the business side of this clearly because my band hasn't accomplished shit you know like I just do what I want to do because in this day and age like I'm not the young dude on the block and and I'm not I'm not going to be the next fucking, you know, Mick Jagger or whatever, you know. Just brought him up because he was (laughs) brought up
2: before. You're playing the guitar, right? What's that? You're playing the guitar, right? You're playing by your own?
0: Yeah, yeah, I play guitar in a band, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, my point is, like, I, I just think that it's a little bit more sincere to just go out and fucking do it and kind of ignore the rules. I feel like at some point there's going to be some band that makes it just by doing that and doesn't buy into all this fucking bullshit with the, you know, oh, you got to have all these likes, and they're out there fucking paying money for likes, and they're, you know, I don't know, man. It's just a bummer, really, like,
1: because
0: I'm sure you guys are the same way. Like, you're probably into a lot of these bands that the way that they did it was they just toured and played clubs and eventually yeah, the clubs yeah. turned into theaters and eventually the clubs turned into fucking arenas and yeah. festivals
2: and and then know. they and then then the, all the labels and companies are screaming after you and exactly. they like fuck you from the beginning but when you're getting like getting a chance to go, do a like a support show for a bigger band then then it can be because when we tour with clutch you we got that opportunity to tour with clutch and people love it before but you know because we play for like almost like 1500 people, 2000 before Clutch, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Clutch is almost like even bigger nowadays than like five yeah. in Europe, especially like five years ago. So now they're doing even bigger shows. Um, uh, so you, if you get that opportunity, if you take that sh- one shot and play with them, and and people loves it it can be that thing and then uh you have the labels of you screaming for you so
0: right yeah. yeah well that's the way to me it should be all this all this internet game bullshit yeah all this other you know i mean who the fuck really wants to be the next justin bieber that got
2: discovered on youtube and that's your
1: like no, it's not was, even a
0: cool story dude like you know
2: no. No, no. I mean, and I think in the end, you are the winner if you're doing our way or what we're talking about. In the end, you are, the... even if you're like sleeping in the van in like Hamburg in Germany or wherever after the show, you're gonna be the the winner in the end, I think, yeah, yeah, instead of like where... American Idol or Swedish Idol kind of right. TV or YouTuber kind of career. So Well, it's because
0: you're the real deal, man. You're fucking doing
2: it, you know. And that's one thing that's so
0: admirable about, you know, Lemmy, who we brought up before. Um, I mean, whether you're a fan or just... I think everybody loves Lemmy, even if they're not a big Motorhead fan, just because he was the real fucking deal. Like, he lived it, he ate it, he slept it, he breathed it, he drank it, he drank it some more. (laughs) You know, I mean, that guy... Was the fucking epitome of rock and roll, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah, he he did the same thing. He, he don't give a fuck what everyone told him. He playing the what he wanted to he do. Just, all these years, player. he played the same kind of thing. But yep. in some points, he, he he are the winner in the end. So
0: yeah, I mean, he's gonna go down as a fucking legend, you know. And if he just wants yeah. to sold out to yeah. whatever producer tried to talk him into doing some over polished piece of yeah. shit record. Um, I mean, you know, look at Aerosmith. I don't know if you guys are Aerosmith fans, but I mean, their classic catalog is such great classic guitar rock. And then, you know, they just sold their soul to the devil, I guess, you know, back in the late eighties, early nineties. And it just seemed like it was this gradual decline of cool. Like they're just, I don't know, man, they're just not. Cool <laughs> anymore, you know, like Joe yeah. Perry's we,
2: we always about kinda... arrest me today in the studio with uh, uh with the guy from Entomb to uh, when they started to do all the ballads. Yeah, the power ballads and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Because it's a great band before they started to do this nineteen kind of thing. yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, it's a bummer, man. And I was having a conversation with a guy the last interview I did on here. Um, We were talking about Motley Crue and he was talking about, you know, we both agreed how much we love Too Fast for Love. And I'm like, I, I told him, like, I almost feel like it would have been cooler for Motley Crue's legacy if they just would have recorded like Too Fast for Love, maybe shout at the devil and then just. Broke up, or everyone in the fucking band died, or something, because <laughs> yeah. then they would have had like that cool kind of New York dolls kind of legacy. Instead, yeah. instead they just had this thing, this career of just beating their shit into the ground, and it yeah. just got more watered down as it went, you
2: know? Yeah. If it's like you almost. Because we talked about motor, uh, Motley Crew and Aerosmith uh, today Ares. in the yeah. studio. Oh, Maybe yeah. You, uh, See, man, I knew. About that, that fucking movie on Netflix,
0: too, The Dirt movie. Oh, Jesus. What a piece of shit. <laughs> the book is so good, you know, and it's such great. I don't know if you've read the book. No, I haven't. Oh, uh, no, it's such no, a great no. book. Yeah. Great stories. And, I mean, that movie does not do it justice at all. I mean, that's like the fucking made-for-TV lifetime yeah. bullshit version of... I don't know, man. I was disappointed in it, but I didn't have high hopes for it anyhow, because those guys have... They they sold out long ago, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, they don't have much artistic integrity left in them. No, but well, hey, man, then, I don't want to keep you guys too long. I know it's probably getting pretty late
2: over that way. So,
1: not so late, not, so not late. yet.
0: Yeah,
2: like in nine nine in the evening, almost. Yeah, Or oh. to nine. Well, I, it is the weekend. Illinois, right? Or...
0: Yeah, I I live in uh, Central Illinois over here, so
2: it's like six, six, uh, six hour or
0: nine. It was right six. at seven hours. At uh, seven, yeah. Yeah, so it's one forty five here now. So yeah. good for you. <laughs> yeah, man, I got the whole day ahead of me. I'm gonna do <laughs> <whole> some <laughs> I'm gonna do some grilling and stuff. You know, I actually uh I got some peppers smoking on the smoker that I'm gonna make yeah. up a make up a a wing sauce and everything and smoke some wings for later and.
2: Yeah, and we all already did some great music in the studio. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, you guys already knocked out a whole, whole day's we worth of studio
2: a bit time. More than you. <laughs> yeah. You what? We are se- se- we seven. Are the hours, future. Yeah, we are seven yeah. hours before you. Right. <laughs>
1: you
0: know? Well, you guys probably uh, you probably got a few beers to drink or something, right? I mean.
1: Yeah, maybe if we we don't. Yeah, falling asleep.
0: Yeah. Ah. Uh, well. I started I started early enough I thought man this just seems like the conversation where I'm going to have to take a couple of beers down to the studio yeah, with me. so so I grabbed a yeah, couple out of the fridge to get started with this thing
1: Yeah to get in the mood
0: Yeah well I was in the mood anyways but uh yeah. you know Yeah It's a it's yeah. more of a mood enhancement Yeah so Well hey man I really appreciate you guys taking the Thank time you to much. chat with yeah. me man and I hope yeah. that uh I hope that I can, you know, turn on at least a few people to you guys' stuff because I think it's really fucking solid rock and roll. And I know that I know one buddy of mine did the same thing that I did once I turned him on to you guys. He got online and ordered every piece of vinyl he could get. So
2: yeah. Uh,
0: so there's about six record yeah. sales that I've done for you.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great.
0: So hopefully this, hopefully this podcast. Hopefully you know we get some good numbers on the listens and uh, people, yeah. people want to you know listen to your stuff and dig it. So
2: yeah, yeah. Would well, be nice to uh, if you send us the link to the podcast. We can like promote it. Oh yeah, everywhere.
0: absolutely. Well, yep.
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, would be n- uh, nice, nice to talking with you too.
1: Yeah, yeah. man. Let us know. Likewise when we
2: have stuff. yeah just talk ready. again when we have stuff ready and uh let us know if you need something like wherever
0: <laughs> yeah man, no you guys definitely keep in touch because it was a it was really good talking to you and you know we've been texting yeah. back and messaging back and forth online anyhow so i mean yeah. let's just keep in touch that way and i definitely you guys ever do a u.s tour man i, I want to fucking know about it so
1: yeah gotcha. of course so you'll be the, the first.
2: first you'll be the first to know you and Corey Clark. <laughs> all right, yeah. There you go.
0: Maybe that'll yeah. be where I get hooked up with the interview with Corey Clark. So. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, you guys have a good day or good rest you of your too. evening. You too. And I will talk to you. Hopefully sooner than later.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, man. You guys bye. take care. All right.
2: Take you care too. and stay healthy.
0: Yeah. You too. Definitely.
2: Bye
1: bye. Bye bye.